from Los Angeles. This is the Echelon Radio Network. Hi, this is Jerry Hemsworth with Echelon Radio Podcast, and today I'm sitting with Josh Stein Sapir. How you well doing? Well said. Yeah, yes. not everybody gets it right. <laughs> Why is that? Why is it, why don't people get your name right? I there's a hyphen and it confuses people. It, that throws everybody off. Yeah. Well, we we were afraid after Y2K it was going to like oh. erase us from every computer system. Yeah, we were out, right? <laughs> I I can tell you that every single airline has my name in a different format. Oh. My my, my wife who had a four letter last name is uh she brings it up on occasion. <laughs> well, you're with Keys Real Estate here in LA. That is correct. What is what? What do you do with keys? I, um, obviously, I know you're a partner. Yeah. So we are <clears throat> we're a real estate brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, when I say we handle the whole city and we handle every aspect, it's it's actually the truth. We have a very very broad world of experience. Um, and actually, in terms of our our scope, we we do deals all over the state, um, legitimately. Uh, but our main focus is LA County. That's where the vast majority of our, our deals are. Actually, um, we just trademarked the phrase Pasadena to the Palisades. Really? Yeah. That's, so we, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, people love an alliteration. I was an English major. <laughs> so I, I, I can speak to Well, you to had to because of your last name. Yeah, just to figure it out. <laughs> I still remember misspelling it. Like my dad had me write, I misspelled it when I was in like fourth grade. Terribly embarrassing. Oh. Um, he, <laughs> He forgave me, I think. Well, that's good. Um, so <clears throat> we we have our uh, our one brick and mortar office in uh, in Eagle Rock, right on Colorado Boulevard, mm-hmm. in Eagle Rock Boulevard. And then uh, my partner and I purchased our uh, our Palisades office at the end of last year, and we're currently renovating it. So hopefully, we'll have it open in time for our our holiday party. Oh, this that year. would be great. Yeah. So we're legitimately Pasadena to the Palisades, all all points above and below and in between. And and you and I were chatting earlier that. You put a heck of a lot of miles on your car last year. <laughs> I tell people and they don't believe me. I could have driven around the earth last year. 20, oh. I, I drove 25,000 miles. I got my new car in April. Yes. Uh, I checked This year. This year. Yes. I, I, uh, and it is still still September, almost October, but in those months, I have driven just over 12,000 miles. Oh, my gosh. Spend so you live in your car. I spend a lot of time. Like, I have family back east, so I'm able to make a lot of phone calls, but also, you know, I- yeah. I, I I gotta call people all the time. I gotta call and yell at title reps and <laughs> just kidding. I, I call and, and make uh firm requests. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> firm requests. Yeah. But uh, again, we were we were chatting earlier and your firm really is different. How yeah. so? Well, so my uh my partner is a practicing real estate attorney. So our approach to the transaction I feel is very different. I can tell you from my from my day to day because I see how the other half does it, both on the buy side and the sell side, and mm. our, our level of diligence, preparation, and I think most importantly, our understanding of the contract. You know, I'm I am I am not an attorney, but I am an expert in the residential purchase agreement, which is, you know, if you're gonna buy or sell a piece of residential property, and we do have a commercial practice as well. Um, but if if you are going to put me toe-to-toe with any other agent in the city, I I'm supremely confident in my knowledge of the contract. And you have a, a pretty decent-sized staff that supports you. Yeah, right? so we don't—I uh, think one of the other brokerage models is get as many agents as you can. Like, I, I got uh, a call from uh, another brokerage 
uh, yesterday and they were like, hey, we'd really like to, you know, talk to you about coming over. We have 80,000 agents. And I said, I have no desire to be 80,000 80, 80, nationwide, <laughs> which is I, I could I could get on a soapbox about the number of agents um, in the, the barrier to entry to my business to have the same licensure that I do. Yeah. Um, but we do we do our, our business differently. Um, it's my partner and I. And we are supported by a full-time staff, one of whom happens to be an attorney. Our director of compliance, NAR, is brilliant and diligent. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there are very few people who are you know, on the level. We've experimented with trying to get new agents to see if we can get them to learn the ropes and even experienced agents. And uh, it is very difficult to, to do this job correctly. There are a lot of people who can drag a deal over the finish line, sure. but- I don't. Sure. I don't think that uh, many clients get the level of service and you know are, are as well, frank, quite frankly, as well protected as when they work with us. That's very refreshing to hear. And and as I had mentioned, um, I am uh, going through a real estate transaction now, but in another county, and um, having to send back the paperwork three times to the <sighs> title company is is a little alarming. But also, I I'd, I'd say that you know you're. Uh, your agent should be the mm-hmm. one who, as mm-hmm. I said, sometimes mm-hmm. I have to call and give strongly worded right. requests to title companies. Right. Um, look, every, everybody's working hard. Sure. Mis- mistakes mistakes happen from the other side, and yeah. uh, you you just have to be prepared for everything. There are a thousand moving parts to every real estate transaction, and there are no two deals that are the same. That's amazing to me. Is is I've been involved on the business end of real estate transactions uh, a number of times and every single one is so different and it depends on if it's your own home or a trustee you're a tr- in my case yeah. I'm a trustee and uh, or helping an elderly parent sell oh, it's yeah. everything <clears throat> is completely different completely different we have uh, I mean in, in in the past two months we've probably seen uh, I, I well I mean every deal is different but uh, as, as soon as I uh, leave this podcast. I'm having a, a call advising a 1031 client. Mm-hmm. Um, we have clients who are buying through, um, you know, buying for themselves, who are getting getting mm-hmm. gift funds, who are who have different financing opportunities. Uh, sellers who are who are trusts with many different siblings. Some have one side or one. All the siblings have to sign. Um, there there are so many ways to, you know, hold property, transact property, to finance property, and. You know, one of the things I I specifically like my uh, a place where I put a lot of focus on my practice mm-hmm. um, is mortgage finance. I I'm a numbers guy. I love numbers. I really nerd out on the stuff. I get a lot of fulfillment about finding somebody the best the best financing package for them. Wow. Um, one of the things I tell uh, uh, someone who's buying, whether it's a first time buyer or someone who's just they don't maybe they weren't advised in the same way as as you know had they worked with me the first time around is lenders are not one size fits all the same way that borrowers are not one size fits all and you don't just go to the bank where you have your money um, and and assume that they're going to treat you right there mm-hmm. are a number of tricks to make sure uh, that you get the best financing in a in a climate that we're in right now right which is crazy volatile <laughs> um, it's it's really important to I don't want to say game the system but but understand the inner workings mm-hmm. and it's it, if if you aren't in it every day, it's you know you're, mm-hmm. it's it's all French and right. and if you don't have someone who <laughs> nerds out and studies this stuff every single day, calls all their lenders, finds out what their new programs are, 
you know, if if uh, if you have to have a 10% down loan, I'm going to send you to a very different lender than if you're, you know, 20 or 30% down, or if you have 5% down, if you're buying in a certain area, if you have a certain occupation, mm. doctors, attorneys, CPAs, you have access to different uh, uh, different loan products. And actually, I, I just yeah. found out pilots and nurses. I just found new products for pilots wow. and nurses. Yeah, it's it's incredibly wow. nuanced. Wow. And it's a lot to keep it's in your head. It's not our father's market. It is not. <laughs> it is not at all. Also- Where there were the big, the big like what, four banks and that was it? Yeah. And it's like, well, you're just going, you walk in and you shake hands with someone. Yep. It's like that scene with uh, Christopher Walken and uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Where were you born? I was born in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. A, a wonderful place to be from. Uh, but how long did you live there? Uh, I lived there till I was 18. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I moved to New York City for school. I lived there for about a decade. Uh, and then I, I chased a girl out here. Oh, okay. We have kids now. It worked out great. Okay. That, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. But what did you do when you were in New York? What you mentioned something about your family came out of real estate and uh, you're, you're so, born and bred. And- <laughs> uh, I have about nine different answers to the question, yeah. the question you just asked. So I moved there for school. I, I went to Columbia. I was an English major. Um, I also uh, was a performer. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a theater actor for uh, for a number of years. And I would travel and do shows, but I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't sing and dance. Oh, I could dance a little no. bit, but I, I, was, I did not have a Broadway voice. Um, <laughs> listeners don't be fooled by my sultry and nasally voice. Um, but I, I, uh, I also, so as my sort of day slash night job, I was a bartender and also I was a notary public. Um, my family business is title escrow and appraisals. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, actually my, my brother runs the company now. We've, we've had it since the, I think late eighties is when my father started it literally in our, in our backyard with one employee. That's fantastic. Yeah, and so I, I always I carried my notary stamp on me, and I'd I'd go do loan closings. And, you know, if anyone had paperwork they needed to notarize, it was it what came great, in surprisingly useful. A great way to make money when between gigs and things like that. Yeah, I mean, look, I when you're a busboy and a bartender in New York, <laughs> you do anything you can to make money. So uh, another um, interesting question I think here is if you were born in Cleveland. Went to school in New York, lived in New York, and then came out here to California. How is it that you have an Irish passport? Oh, the Irish passport. So my grandfather was born in Derry in 1902. And uh, he and his family ended up obviously moving to the States. And it used to be, and I think they, they may have just changed the laws back because my, my brother just got the, the passport for his kids like a week ago. And he, he asked me, he's like, oh, he's like, you got to do it. I'll give you all the instructions. So it used to be. If your parent was born in Ireland mm. or if your parent had a passport, mm-hmm. you could get one. So my father got my grandfather's original handwritten in Gaelic birth certificate, oh, got it my. to the Irish Chancellor in Chicago, and my father was able to get a passport. Then once he had a passport, all the kids were able to get passports. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I renewed mine a couple years ago. Um, so now I'm after talking with my brother yesterday, I think I'm going to see if I can start the process for my boys. I was going to say, can you do it for your kids? Yeah. And one of my boys is blonde haired, blue eyed. The other one looks like me. So, well, you know, <laughs> my great grandfather was from Ireland. Oh yeah. And, uh, so I don't know if I have a birth certificate. Does it work well, retroactive? If well, if it's your great grandfather, you won't be able to, it's gotta be a grandparent. 
Sorry. I missed it by one. Should I adopt January? you? Well, okay. Well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. Come on. <laughs> we have fun. I think you do. <laughs> Josh, thank you for being with us today. It's my pleasure. I'll come back anytime. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Presented by Echelon Business Development. More than just networking. Way more.